Good morning, everybody. We have a sharply lower trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. We have December corn futures down eight and three quarters at 4.07 and a quarter. November soybeans are down 14 and a half cents at 10.67 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat down nine and a half at 6.06 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down 10 and a half at 5.38 and three quarters. December spring wheat down seven and a half cents at 5.54. So we had kind of a poor close in the uh, row crop markets yesterday. Both the corn market and the soybean market went up early yesterday. They made fresh highs for the move and uh, came back, finished the day lower. We've got some selling pressure uh, here this morning. I'm not necessarily sure at this point that there is one particular reason for this broad sell-off across the grain complex this morning. I I know in the case of the wheat, I I think that the weather and the rains across the uh, southern plains in particular are responsible uh, largely in the row crop markets. We may have simply been due for a correction, although I wouldn't be surprised to maybe see some some bearish news of some sort that that corresponds here um, at some point, maybe later today or tomorrow. In any case, uh, rains over the U.S. Southern Plains have, have definitely hurt wheat prices this week. When we came in um, Sunday night and into Monday, we saw a fairly significant shift in the weather forecast. Um, there was a lot of precipitation, both rain and snow added for the U.S. Southern uh, Southern Plains, and we've seen a lot of that come to fruition already. If you look at the last 72 hours, um, there were uh, uh, quite a bit of, of the Texas Panhandle, quite a bit of Oklahoma caught uh, the equivalent of anywhere up to you know one to two inches of rain over the last 20, uh, 72 hours. And I know a lot of that was snow as well. But uh, we've got some more on the radar this morning. That system is going to exit to the east over the next day or two, and you may see some dry weather return in the extended forecast. But uh, this rain in itself, I think, was enough enough to uh, certainly cause a correction, if not put a top in that wheat market. We will see a uh, ethanol report from EIA later this morning. Weekly ethanol output has really stagnated here, and, and it's it's not returned to, to where we'd like it to be. Um, the four-week average is about 6% below the same period last year uh, in regard to ethanol production. Gasoline demand was down almost 14% last week versus the same week the prior year. So you've still got lockdowns. You've still got restrictions. Um, because of COVID, you've still got reduced driving habits. You've got a lot of people working from home, and you're starting to see some of this stuff emerge again um, in, in some of the big metropolitan areas around the country. Uh, you're starting to see more restrictions and lockdowns, and, and that's even happening around the world, too. There are, are countries that are instituting fresh lockdowns and restrictions, um, so this hasn't helped ethanol at all. The other thing that it's hurt is the U.S. stock market. Um Stock market is sharply lower again this morning. Um, at yesterday's close, the S&P had lost 5.5% from its October 12th high. Um, it's about 5.6% or, or no, got to be more than that, from, from 6% below the all-time high posted on September 2nd. So uh, we've sold off pretty sharply. There's two things here. Um, the first one is that President Trump has essentially conceded at this point that there's not going to be any additional uh, coronavirus stimulus prior to election day. And yeah, I know election day is, is six days away, but uh, the market wants this stimulus and, and thought at one point that it was going to get it. And, and now we're not going to see it until at least after the election. The other thing is, again, these renewed lockdowns and, re- and restrictions, that stuff's not good for the economy. U.S. exporters may begin selling soybeans to Brazil. It was reported um, that at least one cargo was sold to Brazilian buyers last week. 
Uh, several other buyers are reportedly interested uh, in some U.S. beans, according to an article in Bloomberg yesterday. Uh, Brazil is dealing with essentially a domestic shortage of soybeans. They shipped a record amount of beans to China uh, this past year, and um, they're just in kind of a period where they're out of physical beans. They've got a, a big crop in the process of being planted. They're in the process of planting record acreage, uh, barring a big weather issue. They'll harvest a record crop in February and March. But for the time being, they've got a shortfall. So there's a possibility that uh, we may sell some beans out of the U.S. and, and ship them to Brazil. Um, there, there's uh, chatter that some of that may have already taken place. So I don't think there's going to be any huge amounts. Brazil knows that they they've got a crop coming, but um, they may need to to kind of fill the gap here for the next uh, few months. A couple notes on uh, the carry in the corn market or or lack thereof. Um, there's only you know a penny of carry from December to March in corn. Uh, even from December out to July 21, it's it's three cents this morning. Um, for those of you who have existing December corn futures that you're short or existing uh, December HTA contracts. Um, you know, a lot of you at storage had probably planned on taking these and rolling them forward and capturing carry. And that's an opportunity that's just not available right now. Um, there is still a, the possibility that we could add some carry into this corn market between now and the time that December futures expire. Um, do we go back to 25 cents of carry from December to, to next July? Probably not. Um, could it get to 10 or 15? That's that's possible. Uh, anything's possible here. We saw a very sharp run up in the spreads. Um, you know, that, that spread from December to July 21 bottomed at, I think it was 27 cents in August, and, and it was as wide as 20 cents in just uh, early October. So um, things have really changed here, but it could change and, and shift the other way just as quickly. Um, so we've got to keep an eye on that situation, especially if you're somebody with storage and you've got existing uh, futures or HTA contracts. The corn market, again, sharply lower this morning. We made that fresh high for the move yesterday, not a contract high. We got within two cents of that 424 contract high in the December contract and then backed off. So uh, not a great action, some follow through this morning. We may be just we may just be due for a correction here. We've got an incredible amount of fund length. We've had an incredible run to the upside. Um, for there to be some sort of run of the mill correction here uh, would would not be out of the ordinary at all, uh, given what we've just seen. Uh, soybean futures are what twenty five cents removed, more than that, more than twenty five cents removed from yesterday's highs early this morning. Um, the demand story is still good, but if you start to, to hear hints of of China uh, ceasing purchases or reducing purchases, that would be bad. Uh, the Brazilian situation appears to be improving, and that's a factor that should limit down a uh, demand down the road. Barring a Brazilian crop failure, it's probably not a question of if China stops buying U.S. beans and ships to Brazil. It's just a question of when, and does that start to happen in the next Two weeks? Does it start to happen in the next month? Do they wait until December, January, February? I mean, you really don't know. And, and of course, the one thing that could change that would be a, a big time crop problem in Brazil, which is is not the case right now. Uh, wheat, again, all about these rains and uh, snow and, and precipitation that, that just wasn't in the forecast a few days ago. Uh, cattle market finished yesterday high, uh, higher yesterday. I would say that uh, the performance this week is pretty good, uh, given what I would call kind of a negative cattle on feed report. So we'll see what develops in the cash market. Um, again, in the stock market, we are sharply lower again here this morning. The S&P is down almost 
uh, 50 points. The uh, Dow is down almost 500 points ahead of the cash open. The bonds are up. U.S. dollar is sharply higher. Crude oil is down $1.94 at $37.63. Uh, gold's down almost 20 bucks. Uh, silver down. So you've got some, some weakness in some of these outside commodities as well. Remember, if you'd like some more information, visit my website. Go to uh, go to uh, standardgrain.com. Click on Grain Marketing Plan. Check out that subscription service. Uh, tune in later today. I'm going to have an episode uh, both on the podcast and on YouTube uh, regarding China. And I'm going to have a guest. Uh, my friend Ken Morrison is going to be on. And uh, we're going to talk about the China situation in regard to uh, corn in regard to soybeans in regard to the trade deal uh, should be interesting. Make sure you uh, tune in for that. It'll be um, uploaded to all the podcast apps and to YouTube uh, after that uh, live stream at noon central time today. Everyone have a great day. I will talk to you same time uh, tomorrow.